Greetings, I am your host, Demetria Graves, and welcome to Legally Uncensored. For those of you that don't know me, I am a certified family law specialist with offices in Pasadena and Beverly Hills, California. And the purpose of our podcast is to encourage you to think about the family law process in a more amicable and stress-free, if that is possible in a divorce proceeding, a stress-free way so we can get you in and out of the process as fast and cost-effective as possible. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you are sharing the content you have learned or the podcast itself with your friends and family. And we will talk a little bit later about um, joining our Facebook group and other ways to continue to follow Legally Uncensored when you're not listening. So today, what are we talking about? As we come into the holiday season, there is an increased number of filings in the court. The fighting tends to increase. So I wanted to talk about surviving the holidays before we even get to that point. And possibly, and as you know, if you listen to prior podcasts, my goal is to keep you out of court as much as possible, especially as as the court experiences more changes, more modifications to the system and that, that sort of thing. And ultimately to keep your, your stress level down. So with that said, we're going to talk about surviving the holidays. And for some families, surviving the holidays already presents its own challenges if there's not a pending divorce or some issue with custody and visitation. So the holidays in general can just be a challenging time. In my years of practice, I've noticed that this tends to be an issue. One, if there is no court order specifying for parties what is going to happen for their children during the holidays. And just as an FYI, a lot of times you do have a a custody schedule that you follow on a regular basis. And then in addition to that, in addition to that, you have a holiday schedule that you follow that we say as lawyers, it supersedes, meaning it steps into the shoes of your regular schedule. So a lot of times you'll have your custody schedule and then you have a schedule that sometimes interferes with your regular schedule for the holidays. So this tends to be an issue if there is no court order or if there is a court order, but the parties just simply do not get along, if the parties are newly separated, or if there, for whatever reason, was not, there might be a court order for regular visitation, but the parties, for whatever reason, don't have a holiday schedule. Or I've seen where a spouse or an ex-spouse might remarry and then some of the traditions are different. So some people want to change the schedule. So there are so many different ways this can come about, but it's important to talk about before you go to court, before you file, before in some instances you talk to your attorney because sometimes you may be able to resolve it without a big fight about it. And I think the theme for me has become throughout these episodes and the more I I study my topic is our children are always watching 
right? That goes for me too. And when I'm in my office and, you know, there's a heated discussion going on, I'm, I'm, I try to be mindful of that. We are all human. We are not perfect. That includes myself, but know that our children are always watching. So what behavior can we exhibit for our children that, you know, can continue to reduce their stress levels and keep them out of the center of the conflict that sometimes we have as parties. So what I've learned with most of these disputes in the divorce setting is that we have to deal with us first. So before we even talk about the children and engaging with our our ex-partner, I think it's extremely important to talk about us as parents and what this change looks like for us if we're newly divorced or thinking about divorce or just split up or whatever the situation may be, we as parents have to stop and say, okay, I know a lot is going on. I know a lot is going on for our children or my children. Now we are in a holiday situation where now we have to add on the layer of stress to what already might be occurring. So what should you do for you first before this is even a discussion with your ex or your children? Number one, in life in general, a lot of us skip this step is to honor how you feel. Your feelings are important. We have feelings for a reason. So it's important to not gloss over that because a lot of times when we gloss over the fact that we feel a certain way about something that is happening, that's when a lot of the explosions take place because we're not taking care of how we feel. So I always say, I am not a therapist. I'm speaking (laughs) partly from experience and partly from what I have observed with my clients is that we have to say, I am feeling this way about, about, about whatever it is. If it's right or wrong, it doesn't really matter because it's how you feel. So you have to honor how you feel about what is going on. Maybe your spouse wants to take your children to his new significant other's residence for the holidays and you haven't met that person or they want to travel out of state or they want to do something different that you have not um, experienced or your family didn't do before or they want to go on this lavish vacation, but they didn't do it with you. Whatever the scenario is, it's okay to feel how you feel. And sometimes you might surprise yourself and not feel anything. And that's great too. But if you do, that's okay. And if you are feeling a certain way about whatever it is, what do you need to do for yourself to honor that, to work through it, to do whatever you need to do? A lot of people um, have specific times during the year, and this is definitely one, I'm sure, is go to therapy and just work through that, right? Beginning of November or December, whichever holiday is most triggering for you, that might be a good time to go and sit down with someone to work through how you're feeling about the holidays, the changes, your children, whatever it may be. Or maybe you need a change of scenery. If it's your ex's time with the children, maybe it's time for you to create new experiences for yourself that supersede what you previously may have done with your ex, your family, whatever that may be. And as I always say, and as I've always said, get a support system 
system that's going to be supportive for for you during that process because this is not easy. Divorce is not easy. Navigating the holidays is not easy. But you need to identify for you how you're going to honor yourself during this time. It might be important to take a break from social media, right? So you don't have all the notifications and images of your ex and their new memories and all of that sort of thing. So it might be important to take a, just take a break from social media and kind of get your thoughts together, how you feel together before you proceed. And as I mentioned before, our children are watching, right? So even if you have these emotions, there's a separate way to handle that rather than bringing our children in to the process of how we handle our feelings. So it's it's hard as parents because sometimes we have to work through our stuff so we can be better leaders for our children. And this is no different. And so you are going to be the leader and what your kids look through as they try to navigate this process as well. So always remember your children are watching. So once you honor your feelings and you've honored a process of how to work through your feelings and deal with what's going on, It's important not to dwell on what was, right? We used to do this. We used to do that. Now is a great time to start thinking about new traditions for yourself, new yourself, especially if your children are away on certain holidays. What are new traditions for yourself that you can embody in your life and start fresh while you're going through this process? And then eventually, as we will discuss Shortly are new traditions for your children. New, you know, maybe there was something your spouse didn't like to do that you can now do, such as I know a lot of families like to ski during the holidays or travel to the Bahamas or just do nothing on the holidays and not have to travel to different family members, residents and that sort of thing. So it's really a clean slate for you to decide what your new Traditions will be what you will do for yourself, your children, your family during the holidays. And sometimes you have to take a break from family or if you spent time from your ex's family, you might have to say this year I'm sitting it out. And some families do tend to celebrate together for their children, but that might not be your experience or your desire. And it's okay to say I'm sitting this one out. Right. So that goes back to honoring you, honoring your feelings. And it doesn't have to be malicious or anything to get back at anyone else. But if that's what you need to do for you, that's what you do. And then you want to, at the end of the day, I say all of this in terms of taking care of you, taking breaks where you need to, creating new traditions and situations. You want to create not only a favorable experience for yourself, but you want to create a favorable experience for your children. Because although the family is being rearranged, things are changing for you and your children, we can still do whatever is in our power to make it a favorable experience, despite the tension that the you know is going on between the parties. So that is a lot, right? So that's just taking care of you. The next big step is deciding, again, if you don't have a court order, but deciding 
What are we going to do with the children? Keeping in mind previous traditions, previous expectations for your children. Now having to change some of those expectations, change tradition, that sort of thing, which can be challenging, especially if the children are older and they expect going to different family members, maybe grandma or aunt or uncle or whatever that may be. So that might be a more challenging step. And that's going to take some compromise and willingness from both parties to kind of reorganize what's going to happen in the future. So I do want to make a point about court orders, because what judges hate more than anything is when an order is made and the parties aren't following it. Unless the two of you can jointly agree, I prefer that it's done in writing, but there's some agreement that you're going to alter the agreement as it stands, please follow the court order. Because if not, the court, if you go to court and say, hey, this happened or that happened, the court's going to always go back to what is the court order. That is always their starting place unless you can show them some other modification or something that happened between the parties that was an actual agreement. That's always going to be the starting point. And I say during the holidays, more than anything, please follow the court order. It is very unlikely that you're going to be able to get in contact with your lawyer, your lawyer's staff, and most definitely most definitely the court during the holidays. So it is imperative that you follow the order. And if you see during the holiday process that whatever the agreement is or was is not working, there are ways to change that, to modify it if that is necessary for your family. But until that happens, you have to follow the court order and don't even bother calling anyone during that time unless your attorney staff and or attorney has empowered you to do that during that time. Because just as you're attempting to celebrate, attorneys do the same with their families. So just be mindful of that. If there is an order to the best of your ability, try to follow it now. Before you even start having discussions with your ex, with your children about what's going to happen with the holidays, again, we're talking about out of court discussions. There is no court order, that sort of thing. I think it's important to identify for yourself which holidays are most important to you. So sometimes families celebrate Christmas Eve instead of Christmas or Christmas Day instead of Christmas Eve. Some families celebrate Thanksgiving the night before. Or some might have a Thanksgiving brunch, some might have a Thanksgiving dinner. So if you identify some of the traditions that are most important to you, it's highly likely that sometimes and most times it doesn't conflict with the other parties. Now, if it does conflict with the other party, it's very likely or um, feasible to say, hey, you take it this year, I'll take it next year. Because typically in the court order, that's what's going to happen. The court is going to divide the major holidays in half. And one year you get it, one year the other gets it. So sometimes it's better to identify between the two of you what works best, what your traditions are, so the court doesn't have to do that. And then um, you're going to have to do the big C, right? You're going to have to compromise. There are going to be things that are going to change, and that is okay. You might not get the holiday you want one year, 
but you're more than likely to get it the next year. Not only you, but your ex, you're both going to have to compromise as you start to work through your new normal. So once you have identified for yourself the most important holidays, the traditions that are most important to you that you want to share with your children, I think it's important to attempt to have a conversation with your ex, not in the earshot of your children, meaning some of these initial discussions, I don't think the children should be involved in. This is a good time if it's safe to do so. And if you and your ex are amicable enough to have a conversation about, hey, I know we're going through this thing, but this is kind of what I'm thinking. They can share with you what they're thinking. And even if it's just a temporary arrangement until your divorce proceeding begins or until someone files, I think it's important to have something in place so there's not a lot of drama during the holiday period. So it might just say, hey, just this year, I'll take this Thanksgiving. And typically, if one party has Thanksgiving, then the other party has Christmas, right? So unless the two of you agree otherwise, and sometimes people don't even celebrate the holidays. So if your spouse is like, hey, I know kids want to spend with grandma. I don't even celebrate this. That is fine. But if you both celebrate both holidays, typically that's what happens. One party gets Thanksgiving, the other party gets Christmas, and then somebody else can have You can alternate back and then someone has New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. That is a discussion for the two of you, but that's kind of how it works. It kind of alternates between the parties. So once that has happened, right? So you've identified for yourself what's most important. You have came to the understanding that you're going to compromise and you understand that you might not get everything you want. Then at that time, if it's safe to do so, if the other party is, you know, respectful and amicable enough, then the two of you can have a discussion. If you come to an impasse and you do have lawyers, you can also bring your lawyers in to have a discussion. Even Again, even if it's temporary until you all decide how you're going to proceed on a a more long-term basis, right? And then once that happens, you can have the discussion with your children. We're going to create different traditions this year. Hey, you're going to be with your dad the first part of winter break. Hey, then you're going to be with me the second part of winter break. Or you're going to be with dad or mom or they the first week, well, this week of Thanksgiving, and then next year you'll be with me. So you're creating a game plan with your children, but it shows that the two of you were able to come together at least for their benefit and at least for this year. Again, that can change. And then you can get excited. Like I said, this is a clean slate for both parties to create new traditions with different family members. I don't know if this is the best time to present new significant others if they exist. It's been my experience that it's already kind of challenging for children to kind of navigate the new normal as it comes to holidays, especially if they're used to waking up with both parents or doing a turkey trot on Thanksgiving. So sometimes it's a little hard for children, especially younger children, to adapt to that new normal. And then on top of that, have the, I'm going to use the word pressure. I don't know if it's pressure, but having to meet a new significant other and do that as well. So I'm not sure if this is the best time to do that. 
But if you do, I think that's a discussion that also should be had with the children ahead of time. And I think there's also something to be said, even if you don't like your your ex, right, or the person you are going to divorce, there's something to be said about having an introduction with your new significant other and your ex-spouse, right? There's some comfort that goes that everyone is on the same page. We might not all get along, but we all love these children. And that goes a long way with your children as well. So if if that is a possibility, if there's going to be an introduction, I would strongly encourage, if it's possible, and as I always say, if it's safe to do so, to have a discussion with the parents first before um, the children are involved. We all know kids like games, video games, whatever they like, but ultimately it is not about the stuff. The kids want to spend time with their parents. They want to have a good time. They're off from school. They're enjoying themselves. So ultimately we want to create the best experience we possibly can for their for their well-being for these holidays, for this holiday season and for the holiday seasons to come. So it's not really about the stuff that they get. Just like we want to see our children happy, children want to see their parents happy. So the more we all can create a positive experience, even if sometimes we are not in the best spot or the the best place emotionally, the more we can create a positive experience, the better off our children will be. And they learn how to navigate conflict um, by watching us as well, right? So if they see that you and the other parent are trying to work together for their benefit and they know that you're not in the, the best of space right now, um, that that definitely is a positive for their emotional well-being and their conflict resolution as it comes down the pipeline. And I say all of this with the understanding that I have observed how difficult it can be. I understand that it can be difficult, especially if this is all kind of new. It's happening around the holiday season. My goal is just to attempt to present a different way to look at it. You don't have to fight your way through the holiday season. It's a great opportunity to try something new, establish new tradition for your children, and um, try to move forward. And with that said, I do hope you have a wonderful holiday season. If you were having trouble in this area before, I hope this helps you kind to, I hope this helps you navigate this in a different way, right? Because as we always say, if you start going to court and filing motions and that sort of thing, it can be very costly, a very costly holiday for you in addition to the presents and meals you have to prepare and all of that sort of thing. A lot of courts are dark during the holidays, meaning their court departments are closed because they are also off celebrating holidays. So I definitely encourage you to do it a different way. If there is some conflict there, if you have attorneys, um, that's also an avenue to go before you go to court. And then, as I always say, court should always be your last resort. 
right? Because the agreements you can come up, the agreements you can have with your ex, you have control over that. You have control of the agreement, what you agree to, and you know what's to come. When you go to court, you do not. So keeping that in mind, I do hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Again, I would love for you to join our Legally Uncensored community. We have a Facebook group that you can join. We are also on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. I believe all of the social media platforms now. You can follow us there. And I invite you to like and share our podcast with other friends, family, colleagues that might be experienced any issues in the family law space. And I, again, really appreciate you listening to Legally Uncensored. Enjoy your holidays. And until next time.